Yeah, 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 we know medical care requires informed consent, but laws require informed consent, politics, entrepreneurship, how you engage in your diet, health, exercise, even relationships. These all require a place of being informed, and I am so sick of being called a conspiracy theorist for using my brain and being informed. So that's how this podcast came to life. This is Informed Consent. I'm your host, Brooke Bocci. Let's start talking. Something that I love about constantly learning and growing and researching is that your beliefs and your opinions can change. And I think that this is something very, very, very important to not only talk about, but also to understand that it's okay to change your mind. I think so often we all get so stuck in the stubbornness of this is what I thought and this is what is right. And it's okay to change your mind. There has been so many things that I have changed my mind on. I mean, one of the biggest things that I have changed my mind on that is truly so shattering is dairy. And now if you haven't listened to my raw dairy episode, I encourage you to go listen to that because while I may say that I believe dairy is beneficial, I don't believe the standard pasteurized dairy is nearly as beneficial. And so please go back and listen to that episode if you missed it. But that's just one example. I used to like almost demonize dairy, like, oh, it's so bad for you. It just causes so many health implications. And while it it did for me and still does for me, if it's pasteurized, it's not necessarily bad. And I think that that's a really important process that we all need to have when it comes to this knowledge-based journey, I guess you could say, of of just learning and understanding and and second-guessing and asking questions is it's okay to change your mind. And I say all of this because what I want to talk about today is something that I've also changed my mind on, and that's the subject of salt. I was one who hated the idea of salt to the point where you would never, ever, ever see me using salt on anything. I would cook with the most bland seasonings, absolutely no salt. And that's because I was told that it's so unhealthy for us. It's going to cause our sodium to skyrocket and it's going to cause so many health implications as we get older. So why even bother? If it, if it tastes good without it, why add it? And the more and more I've studied superfoods and getting nourished with our food supply and all of the different minerals and vitamins that we need to have that so many of us are depleted from, it got me in the conversation of salt and it got me really learning and understanding salt. And you could probably imagine that it took me a long time to even look into this conversation because I, for so long, thought salt was bad. But then we sit there and think about all the things that we are told are bad. And are they really bad? I mean, last week we talked about the sun and how we are told to fear the sun, but yet the sun is so beneficial. We could say the same thing for dairy. It's not the dairy. It's the cows and and how they're fed in the pasteurization process that's bad. When we talk about salt, it's not the salt. It's what they've done to the salt. It's how they've bleached the salt. It's how they filtered the salt. And 
what was so known as such a superfood, as such a mineral rich food is now told is so unhealthy for us and can cause so many health issues. And then we look and see all these health issues that are happening today. And so many of them are actually traced back to mineral deficiencies and deficiencies that very, very, very easily could be eliminated or if not reduced dramatically with the proper use of salt. You know, one of the reasons why I actually really heavily dove into the conversation of salt was studying the relationship between preeclampsia and salt intake. And, you know, as I, I'm just researching, work, working to prepare my body for one day, hopefully becoming pregnant, of course, preeclampsia is, is something that is sadly so common, but also is something that I think it's important that we understand about what are the things that we can do to, to prevent it. And while I was doing my research, one of the things that I was learning is if you are preeclamptic, one of the things that the hospital is going to do for you is give you magnesium in the hospital. And so my mind goes, okay, if that's the treatment or one of the treatments for preeclampsia, why can't we give ourselves magnesium throughout pregnancy? Well, then my mind goes, okay, well, what are the things that have magnesium? And one of those things is salt. And yet we're told to not intake salt. But the problem is, is that's not the right answer. We shouldn't not intake salt. We should just make sure we're intaking the proper salt that actually is salt, not this BS filtered bleach crap that they sell in the stores and put on the tables and that the average person is consuming. No, I'm talking about good quality salt that is still in its purest form with all of its minerals and all the vitamins that it was originally meant to have. And so I want to spend today's episode talking about salt, talking about the good and the bad, talking about what to look for and how to be aware and how consuming salt can dramatically impact your health for the positive. But before we get into it, I want to dive into one of the sponsors of this show. Wellness is a very hot topic today, especially trying to find nourishing products to help you get above the wellness line. We, we live in a day and age where so many things are greenwashed and there are so many quote unquote healthy things on the shelves, but are they really? I have found a company that I'm very passionate about. They're called Earthly Wellness. Earthly Wellness is a family-owned business ran by an herbalist and they offer education, herbal remedies, and more. What I love about Earthly is not only do they stand for clean, safe, and affordable remedies, but they also stand for medical freedom, which we all know how passionate I am about that. They support homeschooling, support full knowledge, and they also believe that education is empowering. At Earthly, they have herbal plant-based products based around so many different categories, such as body and skin care, herbal remedies for your gut health, colds, allergies, pains, stomach health, even detoxing, stress and sleep, vitamins, minerals, even hormonal support products. They do not and will not compromise their ingredients. Every single thing on their label is recognizable and they do everything themselves with zero outsourcing to third parties. It's important to them that they know that the products they offer are truly clean. 
They have simple, easy to read ingredients, along with providing that with great deal of education. I have been super pleased with the last few months that I have been trying earthy products. Specifically, I take their magnesium good night rub that helps me sleep good at nighttime. I'm taking their nourish me naturally women's herbal supplement, as well as the fertility boost to help boost my fertility. And I have been super pleased with what I have been trying. There's also some other great remedies like feel better fast when you're not feeling good. They have a great elderberry elixir, even vitamin D cream. So many wonderful clean products that I have just been loving. And I'm so excited to offer a 10% off discount code to you guys. If you are interested in trying or checking out Earthly Wellness, you can just go to earthly.com. That's spelled E-A-R-T-H-L-E-Y.com and learn all about their products. Check out all of the different supplements, skin and body care, and even herbal remedies that they have and learn about their company in itself. And if you want to save 10% off, just use code Brooke 10. That's B-R-O-O-K-E 10 at checkout to save you 10% off your order. So salt. Let's talk about salt. Let's first go back into historical times and break down the history of salt. So salt has become a very inexpensive and readily available commodity that most of us take for granted. In older times, salt was heavily taxed and wars were actually fought over it. In some ancient civilizations, salt was in such high demand that it was actually minted into coins to serve as a basic currency. Because everyone, rich or poor, craves salt, rulers going back at least as far as the Chinese emperor Yu in 2200 BC have tried mightily to control and tax it. Salt taxes helped finance empires throughout Europe and Asia, but also inspired a lively black market, smuggling rings, riots, and even revolutions. While for so many of us, salt is just that super thin white powder that's in little shaker bottles on our tables. Now you know that it's been around for so long and there's actually very, very deep and rich historical value in salt. It's an essential element in the diet of not only humans, but of animals and even of many plants. Millions of years before humans began polluting our planet, an ancient ocean covered what is now the Western United States. As the earth shifted and ocean waters retreated beneath the surface, the real salt deposit was formed into a massive underground mountain of crystallized salt protected from erosion and pollution by a layer of volcanic ash. Real salt, true salt that we should be consuming, is left the exact way that nature created it. Nothing added, nothing taken away. That is where problems began is when salt started being bleached, salt started being filtered, salt started being chemically processed to where all minerals except sodium and chloride are stripped away. And then, like I said, bleached and many of which contain ammonia and aluminum and even high traces of lead. When the ancient rich, really, really good quality salt has gone through these processes over time to be stripped of minerals, to be bleached, to be contained with toxic ingredients, it has started to be linked with high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, and so much more health conditions 
when consumed in excess, which is why we are told to fear salt, to not consume it in such excess. When we look at traditional salts, when we look at pink Himalayan salts, when we look at this ancient real salt, we see so many healthy, rich minerals and electrolytes that are truly required for health. This more natural, clean salt actually contains six of the electrolytes required for your health. It contains more than 80 trace minerals. And we look at the average person and the average person is so mineral depleted. We need minerals in our body. And so when we get it, when we are getting those minerals, it's super, super beneficial. Some of the trace minerals that are included in good quality salts is they're high in magnesium, potassium, calcium, and sodium with an extremely high magnesium to calcium ratio. So what are some of the differences between the standard table salt that we see today? Other than the fact that as I shared, it's bleached, it goes through chemical processes. A lot of the trace minerals, almost all of the trace minerals are stripped from the salt. What else do we see? Well, obviously a lot of salt that is table salt is bleached. So more than always, the more unhealthy chemically altered salt is going to be that pure white color, very, very granular, very small. Whereas good real quality salt, you are either going to see it more pink in color or more crystally in color versus that white bleached color. You'll also find that when we talk about the taste, you're going to find that your standard table salt, what most people use today, actually doesn't taste as salty as your real quality salts. This is something that I've noticed in switching over to good quality salts and also consuming it in general is that a little bit goes a long way. And that's because it's in a very, very pure form. When we talk about the processing, so ordinary table salt is typically collected from brine or salt mines, after which it's broken down and recrystallized in a solution that contains heavy chemicals. These chemicals react with the impurities and the salt, and after a few evaporations, pure crystals of sodium chloride are created, which are then kildrened. Additionally, table salt is modified with anti-caking agents to prevent clumping, as well as fortified nutrients such as potassium iodine. On the other hand, real salt, pink Himalayan salt, Celtic sea salt does not really go through as much extensive processing. And because of that is why they are known to contain up to 80 plus trace minerals that they originally had. There is a very slight processing that does get done in any general salt because of the toxins and pollutants that are just in our environment, but on a very, very small scale. And that is why it's super important to research where you are buying your salt from. And I want to talk about two salts that I really, really like, and that's Redmond Real Salt and Crucial 4 Salt. Crucial 4 is more of that Icelandic flake salt. This is more of a flaky geothermal produced salt that is very, very, very high in purity, very mineral dense. It's harvested in the wild environment. It is not created. I absolutely love, love, love this salt. And then you also have the real salt from Redmond Sea Salt. This is again, the other salt 
that I like. And this is actually mined right here in Redmond, Utah in the United States. And this is a little bit more of the Himalayan look. It's got more of, it's not from the Himalayan mountain range, but it's got that more pinky color. Whereas the Crucial 4 M salt, the Icelandic flake salt is that more white crystally looking salt. So two kind of different looking salts, but two very, very clean salts. And again, I recommend these salts because they are very, very clean and you can look into their story. You can look into their processing. You can look into their mineral analysis. You can look into how their salts are basically put into the bag or into the shakers. So you exactly know what you are getting. And this is like everything. I've always talked about this. Know what you are getting. Know your labels. When that comes to where the foods that we're buying, the supplements that we're taking, the vaccines that we're getting, you shouldn't just blindly go to the store and go, oh, here's organic salt. I am going to buy this. Look into the companies. And these are two companies that I really highly recommend because not only when we consume good quality salt, Are we getting minerals that we are so depleted from and we wonder why we're depleted? Well, I truly think one of the reasons why we are so depleted is because we are told that salt is bad and so we aren't consuming salt when salt is one of the best ways to get minerals. I think one of the best things that you can do in the morning is some water and salt water, salt, and lemon to start your day. You're getting your digestive system going. You are adding those minerals right into your body after you slept all day and really truly kind of dehydrate yourself because you aren't drinking through the night. It's a wonderful way to rehydrate yourself, get yourself those electrolytes, get yourself all the good things that you need. Benefits of salt outside of the minerals. We see that salt helps your body actually stay hydrated for longer. And the, and the trace minerals that it's high in magnesium, potassium, calcium, and sodium, these really help to nourish the adrenal glands, which helps to produce hormones that regulate your blood pressure, stress levels, and metabolism. So healthy adrenals, it helps to support your adrenals, your stress levels. And in fact, salt is actually one of the most cost-effective mineral-dense nourishments that you can take. I guess you could consider it a food, a mineral, a a nourishment, but it is packed with minerals and it's very, very low priced. And there's so many ways that you can consume it. You can add it over food. You could put it in your water. I love to actually add a couple um, shakes of salt in my protein shakes just to be getting those salts there. You can do a mouth rinse with it. You can add it to your skin as an exfoliator. You can put it in a neti pot. There is so many different ways that you can consume the salt and you will notice a huge difference, a huge difference in your health, especially if you are being more aware of what is in your good quality salt and then realizing you don't need all these crappy sugary sports drinks or these nasty electrolyte powders that are loaded with artificial flavorings and artificial colorings because all you need is salt. When, you, when I sit there and think of an athlete and why an athlete needs Gatorade, yes, it needs electrolytes. Yes, it needs rehydration. Well, what gives you electrolytes? What gives you hydration? Salt. But you just need good quality salt. 
So throwing some salt and water and drinking that throughout your sports performance, that would be incredible. And you are saving yourself from so much other junk. Don't fear the salt. There are so many people that need these minerals, that need this support that need the health benefits of salt. And yet we are told salt is bad. And while I don't disagree with that, most salt is bad. Most table salt, pretty much all the salt that you're going to find at a restaurant, that is bleach, that is chemically altered. That is not giving you any of the health benefits that true salt will give you. But if you keep good quality salt in your home, you will see benefits. Your body will thank you. And that salt is not the salt that you need to fear. We need to stop letting the fear of items being told that they're bad because of what they've done to them over time, right? The pasteurization of dairy, the filtration of salt, the pesticide sprayed soil and crops, right? Think of how healthy these items were decades and decades and decades ago when none of that happened. And we were actually eating for nourishment versus eating for taste. Go back to those times, go back and research and find, not even go back and research, currently research and find what is good for you and what is not. Because truly, good quality salt, raw dairy, organ meats, fermented foods. This was the standardized health. And we saw so much less overall inflammation, health issues, heart issues. And while yes, I am not going to say that they did not experience their hardships. There was bacteria, there was diseases that run rampant. And that has so much more to do with the sanitation processes, the lack of water, the lack of good hygiene, But we look at their health when it comes to things like cancer rates, autoimmune diseases, mental health problems, ADD, like attention issues, cardiovascular issues, heart disease, right? That was so low back then. And we look at us today and you just got to ask yourself, what has changed? So go back. Go back to what we know is healthy and we know real salt, none of this BS bleach salt, get that away. And it's okay to change your mind. If you're listening to this episode, like Brooke, you are talking out of your butt. Salt is so bad for you guys. I was there. I was there until I understood that that's not really salt and the real salt can make so, so many positive changes for your health. I will go ahead and link my two favorite salts in the show notes, Redmond salt and crucial for the M salt, the Iceland flake salt. Highly, highly recommend both of these. And if you have a salt that you have found that you love, please share it with me. As always, I appreciate any love and support that I can get from the show ratings, reviews. If you have not yet, it would truly mean the world to me. That is truly what keeps me going. But until then... I'll be back next week with another episode of Informed Consent.